You got too amped up. Troy Jeffrey Allen. Yes. Former and future guest on the podcast Yay. today to talk about. Oh, we're going to do these. Uh, we do these uh, shorter reviews. We're, do, we're, we're calling them Little Debbie's. I hope we don't get uh, get uh, sued by whoever owns Little Debbie. Is it Hostess? I'm not sure. I, I think it's Hostess. I was, <laughs> it's, earlier I was confused about the Twinkies. Right. Hostess existed anymore, but I think it's Hostess. They came, they came back. Well, whoever uh, Little Debbie's, we don't spell it the same way, so hopefully we go. will bypass that. We actually, like, spell, we actually spell out the word little. <laughs> isn't it Lil? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's I E, I think, for them, and it's Y just B B Y for us. So uh, okay. I don't know. So I'm I'm sure I'm sure if if we wanted to uh to release something uh called Star Wars, like with two R's, we would mm-hmm. still get sued by Disney now. So Well I, you know I, you know it's kinda of weird. I wonder how those porn parodies like yeah. being treated now, you know, like Exactly. Like uh, I don't know. They, those things always weirded me out. I don't want to see familiar characters getting it on, but yeah, yeah. But regardless, I had to. I just had to add that. <laughs> but, um, but at the we, same time, I wonder. Like I wonder. Like because there was like a bunch of superhero ones for a while there. There were. There were loosely based on the movies. Yeah, and you know, loosely based. On <laughs> You're telling me that those movies and those cartoon shows don't have a shitload of fucking. No, like no, the, not the, the Simpsons. Well, maybe the X Men. Maybe the X Men. <laughs> so anyway, we got together today. We're not going to consider this part of the runtime. Let's call call the runtime start now. Yes, um, okay. We're we're doing these little reviews. We're talking about uh, what would you say a highly anticipated movie this year? Um, you know, I was like seriously, like I I don't know, like I kind of feel like uh, the the box office numbers just came in. Yeah, it's 20, been, it got less sh- than thirty million. Yeah, and it's number it's the third. Yeah. Behind behind Maleficent and that that uh, the false of our star between mm-hmm. our stars right, the right. cancer movie the cancer movie yeah and um, yeah I don't like I I I even going into this I kind of got the impression that it was not as hotly anticipated yeah um, and actually I wouldn't mind uh, talking about that too at some point during the conversation well, what do you what do you think that is since we're already leading with that do you think that that's mm-hmm. Tom Cruise or do you think that's the the the, the sci fi action thing or it's you, you a, know i think it, a sorry. new a, a new a new intellectual property i heard that uh, people are are more comfortable with with things that they've seen before what do you think well i you know i think it's just like it's kind of like the like the perfect uh storm of like just the wrong things at the wrong time yeah which is really unfortunate because i was amped about this the minute i saw the trailer yeah like you know like months ago but i think that um yeah i think that there is a weird stigma about tom cruise yeah um, I do think that there is uh, a stigma that has nothing to do with his movies. I want to point that out. Um, I think that uh, a lot of it has to do with the fact that, yeah, probably it's because it's an unfamiliar property. Uh, I also think that the, 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 as cool as the trailers were for this film, I think they misrepresent what the movie actually feels like. Yeah. Like yeah, it feels like, like it feels more like when you watch the trailers, it feels more like a grim, dark, like you know, somber, yeah. like sci-fi uh, uh, war movie, and that's that that is what it is, but it's yeah. not. Now, like so much of it is not that. It's also kind of a confusing mixture. I mean, just in the costuming, like when I first saw Tom Cruise in the trailer. I could have sworn that that was a World War II movie because of <laughs> you know his major's outfit that he's wearing, but it's it's obviously a, a futuristic sci-fi action yeah. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like I think that uh, 
Yeah, I think that maybe it's just a, a weird combination of all those things. Oh. Like, um, and like I sometimes have to remind myself that just because I go to the movies damn near every week, um, I'm not, not that, I'm yeah. being I'm being bombarded with things that other people aren't being bombarded with, and right. I and I think that this is an example of that. Well, it's so, just like it, it's, it's just like Pacific Rim last year. Hey, you I know? was going to say exactly. This is the, the the same exact thing that kind of throws people for a loop, and it's it's actually we it's happened several times that maybe it shouldn't be surprising, but even with even with uh, Pacific Rim, we were all kind of like, maybe maybe we're in that vacuum, you know? Maybe we're mm-hmm. in that that audience, that coterie audience that these movies are made for. So we're kind of a little bit surprised when they don't m- reach out to the public that the, the the way that we think. But then yeah. again, you know, look at Godzilla. You know, we we talked about it a little bit on on Facebook. The major difference between Godzilla and and uh, Pacific Rim, whether it's branding or whether they knew what audiences knew what they were getting into versus mm-hmm. you know a, a a pretty unique original property that's robots and monsters and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, with this, I, I, it's, it's 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 it could be that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that I, I think this, it's all those things. Like, yeah. I think it's all those things. And, um, you know, it, it kind of sucks because, like, as much as I like the familiar stuff, I I revel at these films where Hollywood just does batshit stuff. Right. You yeah, know? yeah and, me, too. me too. And you're kind of, and you're like, you're watching and you're like, I can't believe somebody made this, which is kind of, for me, which is kind of what this movie was. Yeah. I always um, enjoy those movies that are kind of breaking out of the, um, the, the, the mold that we're, you know, so often given. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did you do? Do you want to try to do you want to try to give a synopsis <laughs> for this movie? Um, okay, uh, I can give it a shot. Uh, it, this is actually one of those films that actually creates a lot of uh, of uh, theories. Right. <laughs> in addition to in addition to the actual plot itself, which is basically that um, Tom Cruise is kind of like this this military PR guy mm-hmm. um, uh, that is kind of you know it, it, during through questionable plot mechanics, he is forcibly um, enlisted into yeah. the military. Right. Um, and, uh, the long and short of it is, um, uh, that he's, he's thrown into this, uh, D-Day scenario in which he is, um, he ends up like killing an alien because the, the world is at war. I left that mm-hmm. part out. The world is at war with this alien race, right. this invasion this, of alien race, Yeah, this invasion of this alien race. Mm-hmm. And, um, he kills this thing and like, uh, clumsily kills this thing and uh he uh gets infected with its with its blood and it kind of turns out that its blood is actually a byproduct of um some sort of uh engineering that these higher alien beings are creating right um to invade earth right and um it's kind of like a a mother brain hive mm -hmm. mind type thing yeah, actually, which is kind of uh, which is kind of weird because that's kind of how Oblivion was from last year too. Oh, okay, I never saw that. Yeah, um, sorry, I just totally spoiled that movie because <laughs> that's not obvious in any of the trailers. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so uh, what happens is he uh, he starts kind of getting this uh, this ability. Well, it's not even really an ability. It's not like a superpower. It's more along right. the lines of he's infected with something right. that, like, every time he dies, he resets the clock. And the movie. As goofy as that sounds, like he's like he like every time he dies, he starts over from from like the previous mm-hmm. day. Right. And as goofy and as that sounds, and as uh, open to Groundhog Day comparisons sure. as you as you can as you can make to that, um, they explain it away in a very clever fashion. They do, they um, do, and, and also you're getting. You you are getting some some drama some romance throughout this oh, movie, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. played the 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 mechanic is played in a pretty um, 
comic way sometimes. It yeah. feels it's not you know not only are the drawing the comparisons to Groundhog Day, but I more recently you know a movie like Source Code, which is mm. created uh, a a uh, an idea of this lapsing, this relapsing uh, time moment. You know this uh, this uh, uh, sequence that's oh, happening okay. over and over again. Uh, but even through that, because you're you're as you're watching the same events uh, unfold and. It, each time maybe a little new element is thrown in your your comfortability and knowing how that that sequence is changing what mm-hmm. new thing is being in that that that's kind of the comedy i think of yeah, you know yeah. uh, i think of him uh, him uh, rolling under that jeep and getting run yeah. over oh you know? my god that was <laughs> that was fantastic like just absolutely fantastic absolutely huh? so he's reliving the these uh this uh sequence this dd d-day sequence yeah. uh to to the point of when he gets killed and then he mm-hmm. resets to when he woke up the right, the right. day of or the day and, before rather Right, exactly. And like, yeah, and again, I, you know, it, it sounds goofy and like, uh, but at the same time, like it, they really do do like a pretty great job at like explaining a way why that is. Right. Um, and I don't even know if you want to do spoilers on this or not. But I feel, uh, I feel like we should. I mean, like okay. it, people that are going to come to this, I feel like are really going to have seen the movie and probably be interested. Okay. Yeah. If you do, if you don't want to hear spoilers, you know, maybe listen to this afterwards. That'd mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's kind of talk about your your uh, your favorites. Your 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 the best parts of this movie for yeah. you and then we'll mm-hmm. kind of get into critical territory yeah yeah sure um actually i i want to say like uh first of all um this movie proves what the the unspoken rule which is that tom cruise doesn't make bad movies yeah um he, like at least at least the uh, in particular the later portion of his career um he might make okay movies mm-hmm he might make uh, great movies. You know, he might make underappreciated movies, but he doesn't make like shitty movies. Yeah, yeah. I was and, actually really surprised to 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 see Jack Reacher. Yeah, and I thought that I thought the movie was actually really good, and I did yeah. not expect it to to be that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I want to say that he is actually one of the big highlights, and of course, yeah, the Full Metal Bitch. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Emily Blunt is also another major highlight. She's and, uh, she's making a, a little corner of uh, of her world uh, doing these uh, these time travel uh, science yeah, fiction know, movies. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, like their dynamic, um, yeah. Like I said, it's a, it's a movie that opens itself up to you know a lot of some head scratching, but also a lot of uh, of theories about like you know what happens and what didn't happen and when did it happen et cetera et cetera mm-hmm. and that's kind of part of the fun of watching it and um, one of the things that's great about it is the unspoken romance that happens at some point in time during the story and right. you feel this like the shift that actually falls more in line with the trailers right um and the plot itself just and because they're both free experiencing the thing over and over again it's exactly. like he's experiencing it experiencing it with with uh you know the the foreknowledge the the memory she's yeah. re-experiencing it the day that he meets her yeah. but he it seems like the I, whether you know that's the conceit of the the plot of the movie or not it's it, it he gets uh the the um the scientist that's helping them out and Emily yeah. Blunt's character kind of mm-hmm. up to speed so that the so we don't have to deal with those reintroductions every time right 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 yeah. right and um, yeah, and like I like yeah, and like I think that that is actually one of the really great things about this film is it's it's got this weird character drive that is like totally like a, 
uh, like completely folds in on itself and creates new rules as it goes along. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's driven by these very likable characters. And like, I think that that's maybe like the interesting aspect of it is that you have this, this total badass in Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, more so than even the character in Looper, like you referred to right. earlier. Um, but then also playing kind of against type, but still being totally Tom Cruise. Right. Tom Cruise is like the coward. Yeah. 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 Like he's like he's the guy that Emily Blunt's like you know you need to step up. Mm-hmm. Um, he's that kid in Private Ryan who yeah. won't shoot the Nazi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of it's really enjoyable to see him do that. And I actually think that the movie, like on paper, I think that he is miscast a little bit. But mm-hmm. like to see him play play it out, like I think that the movie really works because he's in that role. He's got and surprising chops, man. Because he does. Yeah. you think you think of him as the the dude from Top Gun, but uh he really he, he has the ability to play that uh characters like in uh, uh Born on the Fourth of July and yeah. uh Collateral. Yeah, he can yeah, kind yeah. of break out of uh of his uh, American hero ness, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that like it's kind of a testament to his longevity. Yeah. Um because like yeah he's he has a charisma that you instantly get yeah and so and i think that's what I, and that's what i mean when i say that that's why he's he's kind of miscast cuz his character's kind of should i guess be a younger person right yeah yeah i can see but that. at the same time like him in that role fits that role so well because if anyone else had been in that role we would have wanted we would have had to follow through with him becoming a warrior right but we kind of walk in with this this mindset of well, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise, right? And you plus know? the and plus the exactly we we have that shorthand being uh, an audience that has grown up on his movies, but we also <laughs> have that. Uh, it's great to see the the conceit of the movie, you know, the the mechanic of the movie uh, that he starts off as a coward, then mm-hmm. his first time out there, he's scared shitless and doesn't even mm-hmm. know how to take the safety off the, off his weapon, and mm-hmm. as he's <laughs> reliving and these relapses of time, he becomes a badass fighter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, and then, what did uh-huh. you think about um, uh, Bill Pullman? Oh, that's uh, oh, Bill Paxson. Bill yeah. Paxson, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually weird. Like he's been getting a lot of play lately. Yeah, because um, he was in uh, he was in that Million Dollar Arm movie, and he's uh-huh. also in Agents of Shield. And I don't think I've ever seen him in three movies, three things back yeah, to yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Back. He's usually um, yeah, he usually pops up in something every couple of years. But yeah, he's got a lot yeah. of uh, spotlight recently. But he's he's actually really great in this. Yeah. And um, I think it's interesting because I, you know, I think it's you'll be hard pressed not to make, to not see the the slight Cameron influence, James Cameron influences yeah, on this movie, definitely, definitely. and Bill Paxton's presence, which I didn't even know he was in the movie until I saw it. Right. Like Bill Paxton's presence almost cements that. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 the the frame of reference, you know, being you know Hudson, you know, from Aliens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. 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 Um, you know, no, knowing that you're coming from a, a, a character that he played that that seems so like again 180 degrees in the other direction. You know, yeah, really, such yeah, a cowardly no, soldier, and right. now with this one, he's the type of dude who's you know, I'm not from America, I'm from Kentucky. That's right, of thing, right. Which yeah, is yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, no, and like I think that uh, yeah, I think Paxton like he's actually great. Oh, like everybody who makes a, makes, takes a, like anybody who gets any screen time is actually great in this yeah. movie. They, like they, the, the J squad, uh-huh. the, the, the rest of his, the rest of his, his troop that he goes into battle with, yep. like they aren't really like, you know, f- like fully fleshed out ideas, but the actors bring so much to each individual Absolutely. character that you get them. 
Absolutely. And that's good, too, because I think all of those character actors and supporting actors, they have to be strong because we're going to be mm-hmm. seeing them over and over and over. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, actually, the, 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 the female in that crew is actually Tom Hardy's wife. I just found that oh, out. That, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was like kind of researching a little bit for right. this. So. Oh, and of course, I mean, we don't want to gloss over the, the, that fact. We're talking about Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. I think they have fantastic chemistry, too. Yeah, they do. And, and like, well, I mean, and I think that's the, the amazing thing about it like you know uh there's that you get to that halfway point where you kind of start to think man like was there a relationship that we right. didn't see right like you know and like because emily blunt is such a like a steely character mm-hmm. she denies him but you can see that he's starting he's his 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 reaction to her getting on that helicopter yeah. um is coming from something else yeah and like it kind of becomes kind of like this it goes from being this kind of like darkly comic thing to being like kind of like this weird bittersweet, mm-hmm. bitter, bitter, bittersweet story Definitely. where he's where he's kind of like experiencing this person that he actually starts to feel something for dying over and over again. Right. And yeah, it's 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 really interesting what they did with it. It's like it's so the movie is so uh, memorable and so throwaway at the same time. Yeah, and like, I kind of feel like that's kind of like the, when summer blockbusters that's, succeed, that's what a summer blockbuster should be. You know, it shouldn't be something. I, I don't think a summer blockbuster should be something that you have to pick apart and analyze. It's not like, right. it's not like PT Anderson's the master. That's not a summer mm-hmm. blockbuster, right. but you know, you get mm-hmm. something that, that feels ephemeral. It gives you all the things that you expect from the genre too. You know, you're yeah. getting elements of great fucking action. And you're getting yeah. elements of Independence Day and the Matrix. Yeah. The aliens are very Matrix-like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you're having you're having uh, uh, just just uh, you're having the popcorn entertainment mm-hmm. mixed with high concepts. You know, these time travel yeah. movies, these science fiction movies, if they're high concept, they they have a little lasting staying power. It's definitely a movie that probably rewards seeing it over and over again too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually ended up seeing it twice, actually. <laughs> yeah, and I, I could yeah. tell how much you liked it. Uh, yeah. Other than so, so what else was it other than the the acting? I'm sure that you loved the action in the movie. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I will. I, one thing I will point out is like the ending's a little soft. I want to. I want to talk about this because this is yeah. one of the major criticisms that's been going around, and and uh, I've heard everything from it was overly Hollywoodized to um, to people feeling that it was kind of unearned that uh, that uh, his uh, his character should have made the the major sacrifice, the final sacrifice. Mm-hmm. What did you What did you feel about it? Well, I mean, here's the thing: there is no final sacrifice, right? Like I mean, like I think that's the thing that uh, that people might be mi- mis- mistaking with, like, or might be con- getting confused here, is that everybody survives ultimately. Yeah, yeah. Because it is a time travel story, and um, I think it's interesting that like people also complain about the the Hollywood ending. But like, here's the thing: me personally, I can really appreciate a director and an editor, um, especially Doug Liman, who I've been a fan of for a while now. Yeah. Um, since go since go actually yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I loved his his independent movie stuff too yeah and like go and and swingers and swingers yeah um and like I can really appreciate a filmmaker who knows when to leave yeah you know I mean the saying is like you know you show up late in the scene and you leave early yeah 
And that's that's I mean, this entire movie adheres to that logic. Absolutely. And it's under two hours, too. Mm-hmm. That's that's another thing that kind of you get really bloated. It might be the Michael Bay influence. You get the the really bloated overlong. Uh, we need everything in the kitchen sink. We need uh, about five major battles yeah. type uh, summer blockbusters. And sometimes it can just wear you out. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Fe- you don't even feel. I didn't even feel the 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 um, time, the duration no. of the movie. No, not at all. I was like, I was enthralled all the way through. Right, and like right when you think that the movie is going to kind of like go that extra, that extra beat, you know, and kind of like create this sort of like lengthy epilogue. Yeah, you know, it just ends. Right, and you're sort of like, all right, good on you, mm-hmm. you know. But you and think yeah. that it was soft. I mean, like I like I I've heard the criticisms of it. I think the action scene could have been slightly more explosive. I would have liked right. to have seen Emily Blunt do a little bit more. Right. Regard even even though she still would have died, yeah. you know. And I understand why that that's supposed to happen. Right. Um. I like the Hollywood ending. Yeah. I just I just wish you know what it was actually because I noticed this and actually my friend who I saw it the first time with, um, he pointed this out too. Um. I feel like the ending slightly is kind of unsatisfying because. There's a little bit of digital tinkering that I noticed and he noticed too at the end, during the finale. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they did some weird color correcting stuff. Probably. So not everything is clear. Yeah. Like, I mean, just visually, not everything is clear. And right. I couldn't imagine seeing this in 3D um, with that understanding. Right. Um, that being said, there are scenes that I would love to have seen in 3D. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, um, and I think, yeah, I think that like there, there there's, there's kind of a, 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 a haziness to, some of the action that makes it slightly not as satisfying and maybe maybe it'll it'll, it'll you'll see it through in blu-ray right but um yeah I, it looked it looked like it, it almost looks like maybe they shot it as a day sequence didn't like the effects and then like turned it into a night sequence like possible. i mean like it kind of looks like that but yeah, it's uh, possible I, the color grading that they do on most of them is you know it, it's really left up to the digital uh, uh atmosphere then you yeah know? they get they, yeah. they make it whatever they want um i really did like um you know even with all the criticism i i really liked the ending i thought it went out on on a moment of of uh of romance and connection that he's aware of uh mm-hmm. even though he he uh it basically everyone you know it's it's reset to one i think that the, his journey it's not like a, a movie that uh, erases everything that happened and and said you know uh, uh fuck it you know it really didn't happen we we, mm-hmm. we uh saw a dream or whatever basically right. every- kind of you're kind of describing x-men days of future past <laughs> <laughs> which is also a time travel movie yeah which is kind of ironic in many ways and 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 you're dealing with branching paths and and different ideas of of time travel uh I mean, but with this, I mean, I feel like the even though they reset a lot of things, it, you know, it, it still had a bearing on Tom Cruise. It had a bearing on yeah. on this last scene with uh, Emily Blunt. I actually really liked it. The one thing that we uh, didn't mention since we were talking about, you know, obvious influences on the movie, I, I think that what I was um, uh, conscious of uh, during the movie and especially when I got out of it, um, you know, I kind of threw the idea idea of of uh, Groundhog Day and and kind of that uh, the, and of course I mentioned recently the more recent movies Source Code that entered my mind but those kind of fell to the wayside when I thought you know this might be the best fully realized video game movie you know I've heard people say that but like and like I kind of understand what they mean by that like it has some beats of a video game right. 
Um, but the the resetting the idea that you yeah. are um, resetting yourself to mm-hmm. get a little further in the story or in the battle to find mm-hmm. out how to beat a boss. Um, right. right, and those and those ideas of of not only the 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 militarism and and the kind of uh, the action that comes through with that, yeah. but I yeah. I really felt like the the movie uh, did a good job of 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 moving that mechanic into a uh, into a story yeah. that uh, that just conveyed you know the, the 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 mechanics that we use in video games. That we're constantly yeah. learning as we're moving through these levels, be it you right. know a battle on a beach to finding the boss and all that. Right. No, I think I think that like it's it's something that like kind of like has happened. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of I don't know how deliberate that was. Right. Um, because ultimately, its source material, and actually, I think this might be actually very telling. Um, its source material comes from a Japanese novel, mm-hmm. like a little novella. Right. Um, and that uh, and the, which was also turned into a manga. And I think that uh, what you might be experiencing and what other people might be experiencing is actually just a very Japanese form of storytelling mm-hmm. that might be seeping through. And I, I like I understand what you mean about like the like, you know, the concept of resetting and all the other stuff. But also, let's not forget that the Japanese also heavily influenced the video game industry yeah. for a very long time. That's so I think I think there might be a, like there's it, I think there's like a like a, a bit of truth in both of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like I think that like it's actually it's a cool I almost wonder if they marketed it, marketed this more towards, you know, uh, the video game crowd who, definitely, who personally I I've always felt like aren't the people who show up to yeah, the movie theater. Absolutely not, because yeah. I feel like the the movies that that and I feel sad to kind of, you know, collaborate with that group when it comes mm-hmm. to movies because the video gamers, uh, the mm-hmm. hardcore video gamers that I've known throughout my life, uh, right. I'm sorry, have pretty horrible taste in movies yeah yeah, yeah. um they, i think I, I think i met one today actually. <laughs> <laughs> they're just not they they're they're tuned to a different medium and a different storytelling and maybe they've gotten to um they they just don't uh, see many different types of video games i feel like the the the, the genre you know like if you're a first person shooter type person yeah. that you play a very particular genre of movie and you're kind of used to that storytelling but right, right. anyway were there any other criticisms since we're we're uh we're finishing up here were there any other criticisms about the um, movie? you know i just like you know i i yeah i really did enjoy this movie like i i went in kind of wanting it to be good and uh, like I said, I like I already knew the kind of the Tom Cruise rule that I called it, mm-hmm. um, which is that yeah, he doesn't really make bad movies. Like at least later in the, late in his career, he hasn't. Right. And, it's also uh, the expectation. I mean, like yeah. it, you know, you, it, it talk talk about his range and and the risks he makes mm-hmm. for a Tom for what you expect with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. This is one of the 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 riskiest he's done. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To no, break right. out of that that mold. But you're absolutely right when you said earlier. That that uh, that we're we're going in there with what our expectation of a Tom Cruise movie is. I, I think it yeah. plays with that a lot. Yeah, and I, I know we're about to go over our twenty minute our twenty no, minute. No, no, lot. it's fine. It's fine at this but, point. But I wanted. I actually did want to because I thought about this earlier and I wanted to point this out. This movie actually really supports my feeling on the gritty realism, like the the concept of gritty realism that mm-hmm. is kind of like become like a weird uh uh i want to say i want to say cancer and i might that's that's incredibly hyperbolic but like like you know it's 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 heavily it's influenced certain 
certain genre films in a way in a way that kind of exposes them for i feel personally exposes them for being utterly ridiculous yeah yeah which is not what they're supposed to do and um i feel like this movie is actually a good example of how you can tell a dark story Mm -hmm. um that is still every bit as enjoyable and like you can do that in a way that's like equally fun and kind of dark but at the same time like you're not taking the piss out of it yeah yeah I can see you know. that. I can see that. It, fe- it feels uh, less of a facade, less of a, of a fakery. Because as soon as you yeah. make something too too real and too gritty, like you're saying, it it does expose how kind of uh, contrived or or maybe um, uh, non realistic it is, just by being mm-hmm. realistic. And yeah. I think that this marries that hyper realism and that uh, that kind of what do you expect from a summer blockbuster? It marries mm-hmm. it so well that you know uh, there's the comic booky feeling of it, the mm-hmm. hyper realism of it, and there's yeah. also you know kind of real character moments, real character yeah. emotion, which you can't ask for anything better from a summer movie. You actually. really can. I mean, like, yeah, this is this is by far the best action film I've seen since Captain America two. Yeah. Um, so I've been waiting like pretty much most of summer and I'm probably going <laughs> to to like see something that was better than Captain America, too. And like this is at least as good as. Right on. So Troy, thank you so much for uh, for talking about this with me, man. No problem, man. Anytime. I appreciate it. Cool. Cool. Have cool. a good one. Take care.